beat them. If they number one, then now we number one, according to Rankins. But we don't want to take none of that. We want a, a good game against a good team, and we're still humble, and we don't want to be ranked. We want to be out of the top 25, because we're still hungry. And when we're hungry, we eat. Welcome to the fire and ice pack, pack podcast. <laughs> What's up, Will? Man, you're, you're something else tonight. I can already feel it. No, no, no. I'm normal. Uh, this is just the normal me. We're uh, here at the island recording. And uh, Kent, how are you feeling, buddy? I'm ready. You're ready. You I look am, ready. I'm when you came ready, in, man. you said, I'm ready. I'm yeah. like, well, ready for what? And you're just like, I don't know, man. I'm just going to. Establish the run tonight, like Matt McKay and uh, oh, that's that's a callback. That wasn't on the rundown. Yeah, well, it was it was interesting. I I came in so ready, and whenever um, I came in, and the first thing you said to me is, "Man, I wish we could fire Dave Doran and get Mac Brown." (laughs) You got to do all right. That's your bit. I know. These are it is my bit. These are things that uh, we actually keep in confidence because uh, when Mac Brown just upset such a powerhouse like South Carolina um, I mean why do we even have Dorn bring back back he's only 84 years old he's not gonna die in the next three years anyway we're freaking back oh man it's the fire and ice pack podcast you couldn't hear it because Kent broke out his Elizabethtown pod, podcast voice and I broke my uh, no he brought his White Lake voice out I brought the Elizabethtown voice out because we're, we're two different regions of Bladen County if you've ever lived there, and shouts to the four people that have lived there that listen to this podcast. <laughs> they know they're the real ones. Uh, we are here for our, how many episodes, Kent? I think it's 17, man. 17, entitled Purple Rain. Uh, not Purple Rain as in Purple Rain, like the Prince song, but Purple Rain. It's a kind of a play on words, guys. It's kind of clever on my part. This is self high five, but R E I G. In that's rain, like we just rain over those pirates, rain over those hoes, as you said when you came in. I, just, I don't think we should say hoes on the podcast, but you told yeah. me to say hoes. Well, I mean, tonight we're gonna party like it's 92 to 9. <laughs> 92 to 9, I don't understand the math there. Well, it's the scores of the last two games combined, they haven't, they haven't scored a touchdown against us in eight quarters in a row. <laughs> 1992 9. You almost got it. I got it. They, some Someone call my Prince voice. Pretty mm-hmm. accurate. Uh, can we ask you something? What's that? Everyone who's listening, follow us on all the things <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, at Fire Ice Pack Pod. Is that still right, the right yeah. handle? All right. I don't know if you changed it. You're the king of our social media. And uh, we don't have a Facebook because Facebook is trash. And. Um, yeah, mostly Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, and then drop us those those subscribes on iTunes, Google Play. Yeah, so listen. Spotify. Here's a weird thing. If you don't subscribe to us, you won't know that we drop new episodes. Yeah. So Unless you a, follow one of our like 17 followers on Twitter and Instagram. That's true. We're up to almost... Are we in the 200s now? Yes. We're in the 200s, so not to brag. but uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a real big brag there. Not to brag on the 200 followers, but we're getting there. We're, we're going to hit 2,000 by the end of the season because oh, of this gosh. content we're bringing. But please subscribe to our podcast. It's the only way you'll know without having to go on your Twitter feed or your Instagram feed, which Kent doesn't do anything on anymore. But the uh, 
episodes are just so. get push notified to your phone, and, and you're gonna wake up one day and you're just gonna have this Fire and Ice Pack Pod podcast mm-hmm. ready to listen to for your morning commute. I know you're driving to work. All y'all work. No one's unemployed that listens to this podcast. All right. So enough of that. Enough of the shameless plug. Let's let's get to everybody's favorite segment. Don't we have three favorite uh, yeah. segments? We say this a lot. <laughs> but what you got? What you drinking over there, Will? What we drinking? Uh, this is a CBC. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's Carolina Brewing Company. Uh, true story about them. They are founded and they have their brewery in Holly Springs, North Carolina. Little known suburb of the Triangle. It is coming up, though. They have a movie theater and a Chick-fil-A now. But... True story about this, uh, their logo is a lion, which is pretty cool. And I, I chose this beer because it's topical and we're cheesy like this because this week we're facing the Catamounts from Western Carolina who are a big cat. Let's just call them big cat. I couldn't get a right definition. We'll get into that later. But uh, very tasty brown ale from there. Uh, true story from there, the first brewery that I'd ever heard of in my entire life was Carolina Brewing Company. My junior year in college uh, I feel like that was the only brewery open because we would go on a, like a Saturday tour there. I didn't even know what a brewery even was. You go in there and you're in the typical brewery room with huge warehouse, these huge vats of booze, and you get the, the samples and all that fun stuff. But very first brewery I'd ever been to. So uh, very nostalgic. Cool. Uh, honestly shedding a tear right now. So let me, let me collect myself and just ask Kent what, what he's drinking. I have the Blackberry Jamble, which Jamble. is a Blackberry Ale okay. from the Land Grant Brewing Company. Land Grant Brewing Company. Yeah. Like the um, Mississippi, Kentucky Purchase? Kentucky? Try No, it's actually uh, what is it's Columbus, Ohio is where it's from. What's the thing where they bought a bunch of the land in the uh, middle of the country? The Louisiana Purchase. Louisiana Purchase. Yeah, that's not where this came from. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not deleting that because I'm just that dumb. Oh, Go ahead. dear. But friend of the program, James Cunningham, had reached out to us and said, Shout hey, out to James. If, uh, how about I bring you guys a couple of six-packs and uh, showed up to the first first game with them. And I have to say, this Blackberry Jamble is pretty delicious. Yeah. Um, it's got a little bit of sour hint on the blackberry. At the I like end. it. It's really, like it's it. really quite tasty. Here's the thing, man. I just wish I was drinking an old toffee. Real tomato ketchup, Eddie? Oh, nothing but the best. Oh, yeah. We back in the ketchup factory. Uh, Kent, do you prefer Heinz or Hunt's ketchup? And don't say Hunt's, but never mind. I, I, like, I, I actually go like uh, store brand. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's your grocery store choice? Uh, either Lowe's or uh, Publix. Oh, I like it. I like it. So we're yeah. back in the ketchup factory. Everybody's favorite segment. This is when we kind of get out of the little state talk and, and bounce out in life talk and maybe some former state players talk and just whatever the hell we want to talk about. So um, when when you came in, I asked you a question because you recently made a purchase of um, a type of vehicle that I would have never seen Kent in, which is a uh, tricked out minivan. Yeah, I pimped it over here tonight too to the You island. did? You did? Yeah. You told me. It was pretty awesome actually. I'm never going to hate on a minivan again. Yeah, lots of room. Lots of room. It's uh, got the nice Apple CarPlay in there. It's pretty nice. sweet. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah, so. And I mean, then I ask you the real question, which is like, 
we've all celebrated the twins and my leg is bleeding. Um, but <laughs> I just wanted to know, like, how's life now? Like, you went from one to three really quick and yeah. two that are uh, the exact same DNA-wise, right? And age, yeah. And, yeah, they're the same age. Yeah, and they have the same needs. It's really tough, man. I was, I mean, it's like the sac- the things that you sacrifice. So, like, you got you to gotta get them fed. You got to eat to get them to eat and all that kind of stuff. Normal yeah. baby stuff. What's- yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like three of them. Yeah. You got two babies and a, and a four-year-old that thinks he's grown but just asks questions and talks nonstop. And so, like, you have to sacrifice stuff. I sacrifice sleep. Um, but there's a couple things, like, you know, you can make time for. I make time to take a shit. I just make time <laughs> to eat. But, like, I'm glad you I, make time I, to I, go but, number two. Yeah, but I do not. It's like the one thing that I've sacrificed the most is showering. Okay, so tell me about that. Cause I, like, I just don't have time, man. You just don't like, shower anymore. Unless I can wake up before them in the morning, like, it's like every other day or every two days for the shower, <laughs> man. It's terrible. <laughs> it's awful. Wait, it takes literally five minutes yeah, to shower. Yeah, dude, it's like, they, they're, one of them's crying all the time. Okay. So it's like... There's not enough hands. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you just get so busy. It's hard to cook. It's hard to clean. My house is a wreck, and I don't shower that's good, man. You yeah. smell good tonight. I can smell you from here. Maybe well, that's I, not good when you. I can smell it's you from really. Here. It's a little bit easier to shower like on work days when you're actually like got like a schedule and stuff. Sure, but, sure, sure. So that's been the biggest takeaway. You yeah, just, you just don't shower anymore. Yeah, no showers. Jump into some pack pros stuff, and we talked. We touched on last week how former Wolfpack great Jacoby Brissett is now the starter in Indianapolis. Uh, he just got paid. Yeah. <laughs> so. Guaranteed money, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, the contract's worth thirty million, but twenty million guaranteed. Is that right? Twenty million guaranteed. So, I love Jacoby as a quarterback at State. Would I ever think he would get a twenty million dollar guaranteed contract in the NFL? Hell no. Nah, not the way. <laughs> especially like the way he kind of came out, and I mean, it looked like Tom Brady's going to play quarterback till he was fifty. Oh yeah, and he still is. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, he was his own agent, which. <laughs> Which is really interesting. So, saw the quote from uh, Bleacher Report, at Bleacher Report. Everyone knows that. Uh, He said, Jacoby Percent does not have an agent. He negotiated his new two-year, $30 million extension by himself. Brissett, quote, unquote, I don't want someone bullshitting on my behalf. (laughs) (laughs) That's good right there. Which is great. I love that. I love that of him. He uh, represented himself. And uh, he got paid because of it. So. That's what's up, man. And he doesn't have to give his, like, I don't know, what is it on Ballers with The Rock? Like, I only watched season one. They give, like, 10% to That's The Rock crazy. or some shit? Yeah. Yeah. It's nice, too. I mean, it's I mean, it's pretty much the Colts kind of banking their, you know, next few years. On they the, signed, on so, they signed Brian Poyer, which I wasn't a huge fan of because I – Well, you got to have a backup. Yeah, as much as uh, people shit on Brian Hoyer, but I, I think he's – Still can play, which which, but I, but I do understand that Jacoby's a, the clear cut starter. I don't think yeah. there's a I don't think there's a competition in camp. No, nah, it's for not that like, job. I mean, it's like, but they paid Brian Hoyer like a, a decent chunk of change. Eh. But I guess you have to for a, a yeah, good yeah. backup because they had no other backup. Then you also have Glennon as the official backup in Oakland. Yeah, happy for Mike, man. Yeah. I mean, good for I that think guy. that's probably all he'll ever be. And that's okay. He makes that's fine. plenty of money. Plenty of money. Yeah. Um, he gets roasted by Gruden, and uh, he's the official backup. He had to beat out former Bills QB Nathan Peterman, though. The one who would throw – what do you throw, like six picks in a game? 
a couple years ago. I have no idea. Not your, not. not your ideal fantasy quarterback. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of fantasy quarterback, um, everyone wants to, everyone's been asking on Twitter and DMing me, like, do y'all play fantasy football? What was y'all's fantasy draft like? And uh, so we're going to recap that because oh, everyone please. wants to know that. So <laughs> uh, we had a fantasy draft. We have like a $100 buy-in, no big deal. But uh, <laughs> with, with like 12, there's about 12 of us in there. Standard 12-team league, half-point PPR. You want to know other bonuses? No. Um, it's a full-point PPR. I hope you knew that. Oh, shit. It's four-point? Okay. Full, not Good. four. Yeah. Oh, four-point PPR? I'm glad I got Kamara then. So um, – <laughs> I, I had uh, I had the fourth pick. Kent had the fifth pick. So we had fun all night, kind of ribbing each other on the sense that he's either going to take the guy before me or I'm going to take the guy. The only before time him. you ever did that to me was Eckler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you were uh, you were coming, whatever whatever was the order that you were coming in first, uh, you know, in the snake draft, and you got Eckler when I had him in the queue. I was ready to to to, to pull the trigger on Eckler, but whatever. yeah. Um, I wanted to see your team and just roast the fact that you had, um, I think, what, 14 uh, Tampa Bay Bucks on your team? I think I was four of them. <laughs> you went, uh, you I went, was trying to find some uh, running back depth towards the end of the draft, and I just went ahead with both of the guys that are going to play running back for them. Yeah, so uh, as of this moment, Ken is starting three Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, noted crab leg theft, uh, Thief, Jameis Winston. Peyton Barber and Chris Godwin, but yeah. I, I actually love the Chris Godwin pick. No one cares about what we're talking about right now, but I, we're, I just wanted to hash it out. The Chris Godwin pick was really good. He's gonna, well, he's I gonna think, have a monster year. I, I, the running backs got gone so quick. They did. Um, they got screwed up draft. super so fast. I took a flyer um, on Melvin Gordon, which was probably idiotic. Now that this talks are completely shut down. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what Melvin Gordon's doing. They're so not going to. We'll San Diego is notorious for not paying their players. Yeah, and we'll have to see what happens, man. Um, other than that, you do have maybe the maybe he's got a little bit of like leverage with Zeke and can try to go. I don't know. No. I'm pretty. Oh my god, that. you have Ronald Jones from Tampa Bay as well. Yeah, well, I got you both got of them because they split carries. You got four Tampa Bay players on your roster. Whatever, man. Um, I did make a reach for uh, someone in the second round. Do you think that was a reach? No one roasted me on the draft, but Pat Mahomes. I think it was early. Yeah. I don't. I'm not a big quarterback guy in fantasy. I'm usually not either. I'm usually the guy that's gonna wait. And my first draft of this year, I ended up with Cousins in my starting QB because I was like, let me just fill up my skills, and um, I went pat my. Homes. But the but, thing is, I mean, there's there's typically like one to three quarterbacks that are probably worth that, and if if Mahomes plays like he did last year, he's gonna be worth it. Absolutely. So uh, look for me. Maybe look a for, little high. Maybe a little high. But um, I got Lamar Jackson though on the back end, so. I got some insurance, but that's uh, only other thing I want to hit on that I want to hit on. I'll, I'll, I'll throw it back to you. Is that last week we wanted to talk about something that we completely forgot, and that a rap duo, hip hop duo, is back. And who is that? That's the little brother, LB. LB is back, little brother. Uh, I'm just, let's just go and say 95% of the listeners don't know who we're talking about. But, but you should listen to this album. It's literally should listen to this the album. best album that's uh, come Go to out your Spotify, here. go to Apple Music, go to your Pandora if you're that Five trash. Years. And uh, type in little brother. They both went to Central together. And their old DJ, Ninth Wonder, Ninth Wonder also went to Central with them. So... They've been making music for a long time. Uh, Kent and I actually kind of grew up with it. it was we went kinda, to a ton of concerts. We went to a ton of concerts. They're uh, they're local guys, but they're, they're a different breed of hip hop. They're 
Uh, grown man hip-hop. They're grown man hip-hop is the best way to put it. They're, they they don't sound like Future. They don't sound like XXX Temptation or whoever that guy is. Yeah, it, it, it's actually good, mellow uh, hip-hop that you guys should listen to. It's a solid album from start uh, to finish. The main reason I bring it up is other than to promote them because they need promotion if you haven't heard of them, is that they'll be at Hopscotch this weekend. So Hopscotch is this weekend in Raleigh, uh, our only music festival. But Kent and I, I'm, I'm trying to beg Kent to go. Tickets are pretty cheap. They're playing Saturday night at like around 7 in the rejuvenated city plaza downtown. I would say they put on like an hour and a half set and – that's all I ask, Holly. So <laughs> if we could just, if I could just snag him for that long, and then yeah, I'll, well, I'll send it back on his way. We were planning to be out of town this weekend and head down to Atlanta to catch the Braves Nat series, but uh, I think the uh, hurricane is gonna yeah Dorian Dorian's doing some big things. Yeah. So um, it would be a big day though. We got uh, we got football, which we'll get into at noon as usual, and um, we could go get a little nap action in, hit up LB downtown. Got UFC that night, big UFC card, which you don't watch, but I'm talking about it. And uh could be a good Saturday. Yeah. I got one more thing um, on the on the catch-up segment. So, have, are you into the Wolfpack 1 show? What's the Wolfpack 1 show? It's like the new version of our coaches show. They're on like season three. You've never seen it? Never seen it. Dude, you got to watch that. Is it YouTube? Uh, it's on YouTube, yeah. Okay. You got to check it out, dude. It's... It's like really well put together. It gets me really hyped for these act, these games and after games. Why have you never told me about this? This is on season just, three. Yeah, it's freaking awesome too, man. So it's like uh like compilations of videos of them like uh like pregame hype, then practice and things like that. Yeah, but I think the difference in this game in this show than like your old school coaches show, like if you remember the old like sitting at a desk talking, it's like it's it's almost like they're real life capturing stuff. Yeah, and that's cool. There's always a player that they a player or two that they focus on. Yeah. Um, and then there's always like a assistant that is focused. Okay. So not like hard knocks. I'm thinking it's no, like, oh, no. it's gonna be NC State hard knocks. No, it's a pretty dope show, man. You gotta check it out. Comes out on Sunday nights. Adding to my YouTube subscriptions. Yeah. Thanks it's, for recommendation. It's, it's, it's really it's really dope. Everybody should watch it. All right, let's get into what people really want to hear us talk about rather than uh, Little Brother is uh, our review of the game. Game, game. Gosh, that was a brutal one. Eastern, is it East East Carolina University? I, I keep, it's like, is, is it Eastern, like Western Carolina? And they call themselves East Carolina? I mean, they're a directional school. It doesn't really matter. It is a directional school. Uh, they came to, to Raleigh. So, we both went. Uh, your boy. Yeah, you, you took, like, <laughs> I mean, I guess the cat's out of the bag there. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I kind of woke up and I was like, man, I, I had just, a scratchy throat. Yeah, I had a, a sore throat. My toe was hurting. Um, I had an ingrown fingernail. I was like, man, I, I got to get to this game. So I caught out sick. Time to head to tailgate. And uh, Uber situation was absolutely awful. Yeah, I was, but, uh, I was sitting in the parking lot waiting for you, man. I was just sitting yeah. there by myself and... Yeah, I'm just gonna. I, I probably could have. I probably could have walked there in the time the Uber came and got me. But all the Ubers were get stuck at Carter Finley, and there's none around Raleigh other than that. So you got to wait for them to get through traffic to get back to you. Then you got to go fight through the traffic. It's uh, it's fun. It's fun times. But uh, any 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 uh, tailgating tailgating highlights for you? Tailgating? I mean, it was fun. I, I checked you guys out for a little while. Yeah, yeah, checked yeah. Checked the fam out. Uh huh. I mean, it was fun. I had a good time. Drank a few beers. I drank more than I planned. So I mean, that's. I guess that was good. That's the usual. <laughs> uh, yeah, tailgate was fun. Everybody seemed to be happy to be back. Uh, it was 
pretty... It was a good tailgate, too. A lot of people out. It was pretty hot. I'll let Rob Thomas tell you about the weather out there. Oh, Kent's bobbing his head. That's a groove. That's a bop. That's it. God, dude. dude. I'm glad we waited 15 seconds to hear that. It's a hot one. Man, it's a hot one. Rob Thomas said it best. Uh, of noted Matchbox 20 fame, uh, Kent actually owns every CD of theirs and has the it, in, in the minivan as of right now. I don't know that we have a DVD or a CD player in the minivan. Oh, okay. So, sorry. Apple, Apple CarPlay. Apple CarPlay, bro. But yeah, uh, Tailgate was fun. We Nothing too crazy. Uh, no one got into fights and no one got... Too hammered, so that's always a plus at a, yeah, at a at, tailgate. Well, nobody got too hammered at our tailgate. There was at our tailgate, so that what, got the, too hammered. There were other tailgates you saw, yeah, and or in the game. In the game, so oh, you saw hammer people in the game. Yeah, tell me about it. Well, for one, like I've been going to football games at NC State for I don't know thirty years, right, plus, right, right, and I have never seen anybody throw up in the stands. And you saw somebody puke in the stands? Not one person. <laughs> Two what? people within five feet of me, like, sitting down, throwing up between their feet. Oh, they did the, like, the sitting on the toilet puke? Yes. On themselves? Well, it's, like, all in the ground, and it was washing away and stuff. People <laughs> stuff, man. It you was hate the, to see it. Dude, it was so gross. And then it smelled so bad. Oh, man. Yeah. If I had to rank, like, the top... One was an ECU worst. fan and one was a state fan. It was terrible. I think the worst the smell East Scott, East on Scott. earth, Ugh. other than a probably baby's diaper, has got to be just puke. Oh man, it was terrible. I don't know if it was the heat or the beer or both. I guess uh, it was a it's combination. an extreme combination. Yeah. Rob Thomas said it was a hot one. It was the uh, <laughs> the cleanup crew wasn't there. It just nah, dude. Sat there. They just sat there. Uh, one of the people <laughs> that was with me had a bottle of water that they poured. On it. <laughs> Kind of spread it out a little bit, I guess. It, it helped uh, the smell, but it was gross, man. It was that. I saw a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people there with their like babies and children. It was just too hot for that, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I felt so bad for them. It, it, what they really need to do, if 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 you if you're taking a baby to the game and it's like, yeah, probably like 85 degrees or higher. Sure. You need to splurge and or find a friend or family member who has tickets in the Vaughn Towers and make sure you sit there. Yeah, it's. It's it's actually irresponsible to take a baby and a kid into that heat without being in the Vaughn Towers. Yes, so if you have a without seat, being in Vaughn Towers. So like, if if you were sitting up there and I had my child, I would have been like, "Will man, we need to switch seats," and you would have had to be like, "Okay, yeah," or you would have been a total asshole. I don't know that I would have. Vaughn <laughs> Towers is tight, but no, I would definitely give my Vaughn Towers seat. But uh, yeah, man, that, that's irresponsible. But you know, uh, parents are parents; they want to. They want to take their uh, Instagram pictures with their kids at the tailgate so they can yeah. get hell likes. I may try to take them all there this weekend. Oh my god! I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait to see if it passes that 85 uh, degree threshold or not. <laughs> Have you ever seen an infant pass out from the heat? No. Okay. Uh, but other than that, uh, you got deodorant. You wanted to talk about deodorant wipes? Yeah, dude. Let me tell you about these things. So Dove makes them, and they kind of come in like a... Dove the women's deodorant. No, for men. There's Dove okay. for men. Does Dove make men's deodorant? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. But they have these deodorant wipes that are in like a little package. 
Okay. And they're it's like for, a baby wipe, but but it's for deodorant. Okay. And I'm telling you what, man, those things. Now that I don't bathe anymore, have <laughs> yeah, changed I mean, that's my your shower life. <laughs> changed my life. So man. it truly is like a baby wipe. So you carry it in like your backpack because you carry your backpack around, right? Yeah. Well, in a diaper bag. And diaper bag. That's, and, that's what I mean. And then just uh, wipe it out. So sides, you just do away. it for your pits and, and go away. So yeah. it's not like a refreshing one that you like no, kind of cool no, your no, neck no. down with. No, it's literally deodorant. Light. It's not like the what's the Dwayne Wade ones that he used to have no, where no. you. I'm like telling the, you, man. No, the cool towels that you would if just you, like wring out and put water in. And you yeah. put it around your neck. That's uh, yeah, Wade. I know what you're talking about, but I don't yeah. know the name. That's not what they are. But okay, yeah, that's so they're literally for your pits. Yeah. And now that you've gone to caveman life, you use those as your shower. I'll try, awesome. out, I'll try them out, man. I'll try them out. Just let yeah, me know. I, I definitely recommend it. What'd you what, think? What'd you think about the uh, the entrance into the stadium? It was the, the worst, man. Because I waited longer than I've ever waited to get into the stadium. In my entire well, they had life. like I don't know fifteen thousand people trying to get in one entrance, and there was seven metal detectors. Yeah, I felt like I was going into the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. And then by the time we ever got there, they kind of just like opened it up and just let everybody go through it anyway. Yeah, they like, uh, kind of herded us all like cattle. Uh, yeah, once I we got the game about day, three quarters of the way in. Game day, some of the game day ops were a little bit off in their first game. The lines for the beer were just ridiculous. Did, Did you, you get one? Oh, that was my question to you because I don't remember asking you that. But, uh, yeah, your boy stayed in the line for at least 20 minutes. No, I went out with like – I was going to go – Midway through the second half and try to get one, thinking that I could beat the halftime rush, but nah, that was I just took a leak and then came back up and watched the rest of the game. Yeah, I was gonna get an old toughie, but we're not sponsored by them, so I'm done pimping them. I got a truly. Yeah, there you go. So did a, you see? Yeah, truly, but it was, um, it was cool. I mean, it was it was cool to be able to have that inside. I mean, their stadium prices like nothing. I'm gonna complain about there. People that are complaining about stadium prices of beers just have never been to a football yeah. game I guess speaking before. of stadium prices did you see uh, I think it was Joe Ovi's tweeted the amount of uh, beer that they sold at the game no I'm interested to know 12,265 cans of beer and 42% of those were Old Tuffy so the Old Tuffy was 9 I think the domestics were 8 yeah they had another they had Cloud Surfer too that was yeah. 9 yeah, yeah. so just just from an estimate standpoint I, I, I multiplied that by 8.5 use your calculator yeah okay it's $104,000 worth of beer sales in a football game that's That's pretty good. Pretty, pretty. And they would have had a lot more pretty, money had good. they got those lines figured out where you could get in there. Yeah, man. Uh, I think we all. Uh, I think when our episode last week, we were kind of worried about the logistics of the, the alcohol lines, and they they definitely performed to our expectations. They'll figure it out. But they'll figure it out. Uh, give game. us, give us. They won't figure it out next week, to be sure. But know, by week by week five at home, there it, it'll all be figured out, and no one will have anything to complain about, including us. So. Um, you got something here, kind of a general thought, and something that I think we need to kind of explain is that we both still think our students suck. They do. Why did you put this in the rundown? Well, I don't think I did. I think you did. Oh, I did? Okay. (laughs) Um, But I agree. I mean, they're not in the game. They don't even fill up the section that's behind that one goalpost. The one behind the goalpost. They just need to sell those tickets. They need to sell them. It's... They're primo in, seats. You just sell them. It's insane. They, they just sit empty literally every game. I know we're playing ECU. I know they are projected to suck. And they suck, and we beat them 58-3 to last year. But those behind, this is prime TV material because we're score, We're going to score points on them, and we're going to be on that side. The optics are terrible. And then they're, it's terrible. They're worse than the rest of the popular or the rest of the fans and coming back after the third quarter. Oh, yeah. 
the student terrible. section, the regular student section, which is like what seven and eight or yeah. six and seven, seven uh, and eight, yeah, seven and eight. They're uh, they they obviously can't buy the beer inside, so they're still doing their thing and going yeah. out and coming back about midway through the third quarter. I don't think they came back in this one. They didn't. No. Also, third quarter looked really bad. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember when I was. Uh, I, I'll get into my rewatch on on YouTube TV on the ACC Network, but I don't remember. The only thing that really stuck out to me was the the end zone, just looking like there were and that was during the first two half. people there. Yeah. So, yeah. Students, I mean, maybe they were stuck in the lines out out back. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, but it, the third quarter lines getting back in were fine. Well, that's because they didn't. I mean, you could have gone out and it's ridiculous. You could have brought like a ton of booze back in. Oh yeah. Um, so this year I'm going to do something a little different. What I basically do with basketball season is that we go to games and, you know, you, you're, you're chatting with each other. You're not paying full attention. You can't see the full optics or everything. You're passing so, out your fire and ice pack. Pod passing out fire cards. and ice pack pod business cards. You're so, you're so busy just marketing, like marketing, marketing, marketing. And, um, <laughs> so what, what we basically what I'm going to start doing, and I, and I did for this game, is just rewatch the game. Just uh, sober mind, clear heart, sober eyes. And uh, so I, I got into that. And I do like I do basketball. If you listen to any of our basketball podcasts, is that uh, just I just go bullet points on things and just thoughts as I watch. So I'm going to bang through these really quick. And uh, we'll get to our next week's opponent, Western Carolina. So I've got <laughs> – they have Willie Sneed's son and Ricky Prohl's son. <laughs> I don't know that's Willie Sneed's son, though. Willie Sneed's son. It's just his last name was Sneed. So I was like, man, they got two former NFL wide receiver yeah. sons. Yeah, both of their their fathers are better than their, their children. Uh, the yeah. Uh, the next point I have, Tanner Engel will knock your literal skull off. He actually had a really good game. He really um, did. So move to safety. Yeah, he played really well. And that guy's a ball – Not, I won't say a ball hawk, but – He's just so aggressive. Like, was he, did I'm he the worried one that forced the fumble? At the, yeah, he forced, he forced the fumble. I think it was it was a little bit of a group effort, but he was the one that that forced it out. Because ECU in that first drive, they looked like they were carving us off. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they've probably been. I mean, those are scripted they, plays. They game planned that. For, they've literally been practicing that yeah. set of plays for. Well, those set of plays game. worked. It did. Got into the end zone. We we forced the fumble, which is yeah. great, and recovered it. So they didn't do much after that. They did not. Um, and I put Savior Fumble in the first drive. Bam Bam's, or I guess you just call him Bam. Uh, first carry was a TD. Yeah, that was huge, man. That was huge. cool. That was a good, I mean, that was a, what, 10, 10 or 15 yard run? It was. Like that. What, are you, what are your other thoughts? So, kind of, we can just dig into that really quick. What, we'll get into other running backs. What, what are your thoughts on his usage, where you expect it to be, versus what they actually used him as. Well, I think he got like nine carries, maybe something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Every all the running backs, um, they spread the carries out anywhere from like. I mean, I think Ricky Person only had five. I think Jordan Houston had six. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that they were. I mean, they kind of knew that they were going to have their way with the Pirates, and I think that they were trying to a uh, get get some of the young guys work, mm-hmm. and then b save some legs, man. No need to go out there and hand the ball to Ricky Person and Bam Knight fifteen to twenty times. Whenever, I mean, you knew the score was going to be what. Yeah, it was. we don't need workhorse backs when we're playing ACU. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd imagine a, it'd pro- probably be somewhat similar this week against. Oh, one hundred percent. I got a questionable QB sneak on a fourth and two in the first first quarter, which yeah. 
I didn't understand that play call at all. Well, I mean, I think that they watched the tape from the uh, Chuck Amato Ohio mm-hmm. State game when they ran that on <laughs> in the overtime versus Ohio State. Come yeah, on, we all we all remember that. Uh, With Philip Rivers, the most mobile quarterback in NC State history. Yeah, that guy. That guy's got a set of legs on him. Um, he does have a set of kids on him, though. If you get as many kids <laughs> as Philip Rivers, dude. You're gonna I need, need a 15 need, passenger. Yeah, you need that econo passenger. Yeah. Uh, I've got ACC Network calling Thomas our version of Renfro. So, That's um, a trash take. I think that was – which one's dead, Wes or Woody? Woody's dead. Wes Durham was calling the game with um, Andre somebody. I, I don't know. I should have looked that up. It doesn't matter. But one of them called uh, Thayer Thomas, who shined in this game 100%. Um, our version of Hunter Renfro? Why is he getting Renfro comparisons? Because he's white? I guess. And he's recently... And he's a slot receiver. Dude, Thayer Thomas, by the time he graduates, I know he got drafted, but I think... I So, NFL future or MLB future for him? What do you think? I don't know enough about his baseball career, but I think uh, Just that, pretend like you know. <laughs> I don't see him doing much in the NFL right now. Okay. I think that he. I think he's going to be. A, I think right now and going forward, he's a really, really good college football player, though. I agree. 100%. His slot work is, and that's unmatched. okay. That's great. Yeah, I don't need him in the NFL. His brother, maybe NFL player. Yeah, one hundred percent. You want to get into him? I mean, I thought he looked good. I, I was bummed that he didn't get to keep the pick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because he he picked off uh, he picked off Aylers, um, uh-huh. and uh, I think there was a penalty on the defensive line. That brought it back. There was. Yeah. Um, I've got McKay overthrown. Could have gone to the house. That was a that was a big one. Yeah, he missed a couple early. He did. He when had the a late. Receivers got a little bit. I think there was one to Angeline. Yep. And Angeline came. Angeline was a little late on one uh, that he he could have taken for a first down. I think that was there was one, one, one to Mezzi maybe that that he overthrew. There was um, starting. We also started. I probably got this somewhere. Started zero for six on third down, which is scary as hell. That made itself up, but yeah, they fixed that. Um, I've got <laughs> Thayer Thomas so good. A couple of drops and one amazing catch where he almost got the foot down. He caught one that he really shouldn't have caught. That McKay kind of got out of hand on that made, foot was out of bounds. Um, get C.J. Riley off punt coverage. Mm, I mean, you say that now because he got hurt. If he had makes a tackle, I mean. It's hindsight, man. Yeah. I, I, I put that in there because a lot of people had the take that was like, why is he on punt coverage? Why is he on special teams in a game against ECU? It's like, because he's good on special teams. Yeah, he's the fastest player on the team. He's the gunner. He's in the there punt. for a reason. Yeah. So, that was the one that kind of pissed me off, but. Uh, another thing I, I didn't know was ECU l- leads the nation in 1,000 yards receivers. So they had seven seasons in a row, and they're beating Texas Tech and Oklahoma State in that. Seven seasons in a row with 1,000 yards here. That is amazing. That is pretty amazing. I Did had it? no idea. That was, a, that was ACC Network stat that I wanted to share with you. Interesting. Uh, name the receivers, though. Well, the only one I can think of is uh, the, the one that played for the Fields. Yeah. Uh, Zay Jones. Yeah. And somebody that had torched us before, too, but I can't think of any of those matter. Um, Will has never heard of Devin Carter. Interesting. How is that possible? He was like a four-star kid out of Clayton. You really don't follow the Wolfpack Athletics, do you? I don't. <laughs> you really don't. I don't follow the recruiting like you do, man. Okay. So tell me about Devin Carter, because you said Devin Carter's got to step up now that C.J. Riley is going for well, the season. He's going to have to. I mean, but he, he's got the skill set. He's not going to be like your burner. Mm-hmm. Um 
But he's a big guy, good hands. Was he 6'3", 6'4"? Um, I don't know exactly. I mean, hmm. I can't remember the stats, but I feel like he was like 6'2", 6'3". Gotcha. Right uh, in the game, I kept calling <laughs> Tabari Hines, Jabari Hines. <laughs> and I kept getting roasted well, for get, that. Get his name right because we're going to have to talk about him a lot. Yeah. That guy kept, can play. No, let's just go and talk about him. Um what do you have? Five touches for 105, 110 yards. Last week we talked about him, and I pumped him up, and I was wondering why he wasn't our punt returner or kickoff returner rather than Thayer Thomas or whoever returns our kickoffs. Um, this Keon dude, Lassane. Lassane does. This dude. Well, is Trent Kent's got one too, I think. Explosive. He like really we've is. we've got to get him all the touches. This is the last year of eligibility he has. We've got to. But here's the thing. Let's let's just go overall is that I was kind of worried about how these co-air quotes, co-offensive coordinators were due. I think they made an A-plus this first game. Dude, I'm way too hyped for this team right now. I am a little bit too. I think yeah. I'm over-geeked for it, and I'm I, just going to stay over We have to remember that we played East Carolina. Here's the other thing that I was going to bring up. I don't think ECU is going to be a bad team this year. I think you're full of it. I don't think I am. I, I think, think they they'd probably beat Bill and Mary. I think who they play this week. I so think they're. I think they their, bounce back. Their QB showed me a lot more. Their QB was trash. He wasn't, man. I, trust me, man. You were just at the game. You ever rewatched the game? He's got serious talent. Like he, I, I'm not. I'm not saying they're gonna go eight and four. I'm. I'm just letting you know they're gonna win games. Like they're. They're gonna. Oh I, I'm not gonna gosh. say they're winning six games. But well, they're, they're playing in the American Conference, I mean, right? It's not like they're playing stellar. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that dude has serious talent. There's a reason we recruited him. Like he, he, he is a talented dude. He had receivers drop at least three of his passes that would have gone for either long gains or first down. I don't. I don't agree with this take. I thought he looked like the poor man's, like Great Depression poor man's version of Tim Tebow. Like he's inaccurate. He couldn't run as well. He got rattled anytime we he got any pressure. He missed some 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 good wide open throws. I don't I, I read if you watch the game film, just just twenty two twenty two twenty two of thirty nine. Let me just put this out there. ECU will win over five will win at least five games this year. That might be the case. Okay. Well that's because of him. Like they don't have a lot of talent other than that. That dude is gonna lead him. Like I'm like, he drank too much of the, the Kool Aid. I don't I, think I'm so. just letting you know, man. Um, he's a skilled runner. He had some people let him down. Let me just tell you that. Um, other than that, had a dumb um, rookie QB that we're just talking about. That Chris Ingram picked him off. That was a beautiful pick. He should have had two picks and a fumble. He, he should have had three turnovers. He the um, next, the second coming of David Gerard over there, according to you. Omeka, I mean, he very well could be. He's going to be there for four years. Um, Omeka, He's only got three more. He's a sophomore. Omeka had a huge TD that, that, that would, he would have had. Uh, McKay overthrew him on. Um, other than that, JSW had a huge sack. What about the pride of Elizabethtown? What did he do? No, yeah, I think he had a uh, sack. And a yeah. tackle for loss, maybe? He had a sack and a tackle for loss. I thought it was two sacks, but uh, Larell Murkerson is who yeah. we referred he, to. Uh, from he clogs up the middle, too, man. He's he's a beast. He really is. And he and the air guitar is just money. Yes, I love his celebration. <laughs> uh, 
But other than that, what were your overall like takeaways from the game? I, I'm I'm done with my little recap. Um, I thought that. Um, well, I mean, we we haven't talked about the the big defensive switch from the four two five to the three three five. Yeah, that was so kind of bringing in the West Virginia. Defensive, Tony Gibson, yeah, yeah Tony yeah. Gibson. Um, they talked about it a lot on ACC Network, and it's something that you don't really see right at the game. This is why I like to do my wheels rewatch. Is that uh, so? You know, I put that in the notes while I was watching the game live. Will you no, gotta start? You, you put it after. <laughs> no, I did but, not. Uh, but yeah, that switch was interesting. Like everyone talked about. Well, is it the the really interesting thing was that they put the depth chart out as a four two five. Yeah, <laughs> and they switched it up, which is weird. But uh, I think they're gonna be able to give so many other looks this year because Gibson's there. Like uh, well, he's dealt he's, he's dealt with Big Twelve. Offenses, which are just notoriously air raid four to five out at a time. So I think he's been like a sneaky good addition to the coaching staff that we obviously needed. Like I, our cornerbacks, our whole scheme that we put on in that game just really impressed me. Everybody was just getting after it fast on defense. Like, do, you, do you have any thoughts on his addition to the staff? I mean, I think it's great. I think that he also benefited from the linebacker depth and being a. I mean, we couldn't make that switch if you don't have Brock Miller and right. uh, Peyton Wilson. Uh-huh. Uh, it was good to see Peyton Wilson get out there and have a good game Absolutely. too. Absolutely, that's your boy Peyton. He had uh, what six tackles, two tackles for loss yeah. in his in his freshman yeah, game Peyton coming off really, that ACL. Really yeah, so they put out the depth chart for Western this week and they added that. Oh, tell me about that. They added seen. that third. Um, linebacker in there. Nice. Uh, they ha- they've listed Brock Miller as a starter with Peyton Wilson backing him up, but I think just like we saw last week that we'll see, you know, we'll see six, five, six linebackers all all, all game. My biggest surprise, and uh, you can do your biggest surprise or your biggest all right, biggest surprise or biggest concern. You choose one of the two. My biggest surprise was a guy that I also never heard of, uh, Jordan Houston. Yeah, he was. He looked good, man. That dude is He's a quick. rocket ship. He really when he is. touches the ball, he just goes in like fast forward mode. Yeah. and he's gone. Yeah, he, I was. He, I was surprised that he got as much work as he did. Me too, especially because I, I was just thinking it's gonna be a two headed backfield. Yeah, they'll throw Penix in on. They throw Penix in on like certain passing, like like third down situations, just for protection purposes. But Houston is a lightning rod. He's, like he's I quick. cannot believe how fast he is. Yeah. He was one of he was ranked really high from an all-purpose back standpoint. Okay, like um, I want to say he. I mean, it's a weird kind of collection. There's not a lot of guys that they categorize as all-purpose back. but yeah. he's like a top ten guy in the country. And really, back. I mean, he's a three-star kid, but still, the way that they kind of categorize that all-purpose, he was he was top. Um, can I do two surprises? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think one was the offensive line play. I think that was a cause that everybody kind of talked about. New I think, new left tackle. New yeah. left guard. Well, yeah. With Skullthorpe. Yeah. And then we had a, a new center. So With the injury. Yeah. 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 Um, so then um, they uh, had 191 yards rushing. Um, I think they averaged like six, seven yards a carry, which mm-hmm. is pretty fantastic. And then McKay stayed clean, too. Um, he did. I think he had something like 37 um, passing attempts, no sacks. Yeah. Um, he got so pressured huge. just from the rewatch. He got pressured two real times that I saw and, and made throws that w- one of them could have been picked off. The other one was just – he kind of threw it away. So, I mean, it's yeah. 
solid play. Yeah, absolutely. What what was your overall take on before I get to my last little thing to be encouraged about? What was your overall take on McKay? Here's my thing, with McKay, man. I was worried. I think I, I I said that a little bit last week, but I think he's the best fit for our team right now. Probably um, too. I think Hockman is. We saw him late, and he actually managed the offense well. But Hockman's not going to give you that run element, and this is even super, on the broken play. Yeah, the the broken play that Matt McKay ran in for the TD. That yeah. so here's my thing on that play is that that versus a good defense, he's probably going to get bottled up on that. ECU doesn't have a good defense, That's right? Yeah. But uh, if I look between him, and I don't know if Bailey Hockman's not playing with the, all the first teamers and all that, but uh, I'm encouraged, man. Like I, I said, like I like I said earlier, man, like. I'm kind of really geeked up about this team right now, and I haven't felt like that even with Ryan Finley there. Like, yeah. we've got – I think we've got more speed than we've we had in the last, like, four to five years. Speed and explosiveness on both sides of football. When we have speed, we have, like, okay, well, we've got Naheem Hines. And is there any anyone else? No, it's just Naheem Hines. <laughs> like, hopefully Naheem Hines busts a 62-yard run right here yeah. for a TD. But we've got legit – Four to five guys that can take one to the house from the the other thirty yard line. Yeah, that's that's what's. Uh, when you got three running backs who can do it. Yeah, I mean it's just ridiculous. I uh, but yeah, having him, dude, he looked cool under pressure. He I, we we talked about his overthrows, but then uh, in the second half he settled down. He was like fifteen of eighteen or something like that in the second. Yeah, half. he he had a couple, but he admitted. I saw his post game interview. Not oh, you most, know he was kicking himself when he saw those videos. Oh so. yeah. Not the most eloquent quarterback we've ever had, but um, he he admitted that he was he had a little a few jitters going in. Well, I bet. But that's completely understandable. It's his first college start. He's had to start behind Ron Finley, a solid backup in the Bengals' offense right now, and I just I I, I can't believe his poise. Like he he really didn't screw up, which I was surprised at. It was good. I man. thought he was gonna have. One of those games where he's going to throw a, a questionable pick that I'm that I'm going to get worried about. Like, is that going to happen often, or he's going to try to run with it a little too much because we're trying to make him a running quarterback? But they 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 played him. They kept his throws conservative. They ran some wheel routes which didn't exist under Eli. No, but that one to person was was money, man. Yeah, because <laughs> he took that like forty five yards to the house. Yeah, well, Hines did that. No, Hines was on a uh, on like a end around run. Like oh, a, that was end around. I'm sorry, but person like caught the wheel. The wheel. Uh, but dude, I'm impressed, man. Yeah. I'm all. In I was. Man. I was excited. I'm, I'm about all in. Okay. Man. I thought he played I really was, well. Uh, I I had my like toes half dipped in the water. Just like uh, let, let, let's test him out, see what he is. But I was impressed, man. Like uh, let's ride him going forward, and I I have zero qualms with that. Yeah. The other real quick thing that like it was. Just kind of a surprise is with the switch to three three five or yeah three three five. Um, the one the one key takeaway I think there is that um, ECU rushed the ball twenty nine times for something like uh, like forty nine yards or something stupid like yeah, that. Yeah, I think they ended with yeah, one point nine yard a carry. Yeah, they ended in the forties. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah. So the last thing about this game is that of course we R.I.P. C.J. Riley from earlier, but. You found you sent me something <laughs> interesting regarding CJ Riley. Well, uh, maybe a little curse action. Yeah, so I, I didn't realize this, and I got home, and um, I'm sure you've heard of the Madden curse, right? 
Uh, yeah. So, like, <laughs> so, so it's like you get cut, you get you get a cover, cover man. And you have a fucking awful season. So you either get injured or you just uh, yeah. Yeah. The, I think the most I think my favorite Madden curse. We should have done this as a six pack. <laughs> favorite Madden curses. Uh, do you remember when Peyton Hillis was yes. on the Madden cover? Yes. So, After one year of, of good football? Yeah, he, he was uh, Brown, white r- Browns running back and rushed for 1,500 yards or whatever it was. But they threw him on the Madden cover, and he never recovered yeah. from that cover. So CJ was on – I don't know if it was actually CJ now that I saw everything. So I get the, the ticket book out, and there's number 19 on there. Right. And then I look at my ticket, and there's another guy with number 19. And then I open the pages, <laughs> and literally every single – Ticket has 19, has 19 on it. So I don't so know the, if it was But really that's C- all C.J. Riley. I don't know if it was all C.J. Riley or all the year 2019. And that was oh, what they were saying. Oh, the 19. But, but still. we don't have another player that's going to be on the ticket. So that's probably good. Yeah. So I, That's I a know. curse, bro. Could be. We don't want to have whoever's number 20 next year. <laughs> you probably want to stay away from that number. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, well, let's hope this guy gets back because... Uh, uh, hopefully he can get that six-year medical red shirt. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking he will. Get I mean, that speed back. I mean, that I think coming off that ACL. I mean, we've seen it um, with like even Peyton Peyton Wilson and oh, yeah. trying to take it slow with him and yeah. having those setbacks. I mean, it can be a really challenging uh, twelve to twelve plus months in some cases. Yeah. So hoping that he can uh, recover nicely and 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 get back out there and play some football. What was the final score, Kent? Uh, 34 to 6, maybe? I think that's right. 34 plus 58 is 92. Yeah, that's right. 92. 92. Yeah. Uh, Party uh, like it's 92 to 6. Yeah. Or 90, 92 to 9. Um, we'll leave this game. And we've got a game this weekend. And we're at home. And With Kenton, West Carolina. I think it's Western Carolina. Western. So, yeah, it's yeah. Western. I thought um, one of them was like just... Like is it east? Is it east? eastern Carolina? They they just sorted it to east. All right, this is western Carolina for sure. Uh, Kent and I will be there, right, Kent? Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of iffy right. right now. All right, I will be there. Uh, Depends on the work situation with this stupid storm. True, true. Uh, shouts to Dorian. The uh, Western Carolina Catamounts. They lost last week to Mercer. Uh, Mercer is a college in where, Kent? I have no idea. Okay. They lost them 49 to 27. So they allowed Gosh, 49. Are we going to score 100? Should yeah, we I mean, set an upper and under on 100 points for state? Yeah, the, the line is 40 and a half. So which, what is your official, and a half. your official gambling take? What would that be? Because we're a gambling podcast. Um, I'll give the 40 and a half. You give? Yeah. I will too. Yeah, I think so. Um... Do you know what a catamount is? I have no idea. I assume it's a cat that maybe is like that mounts things. Yeah, like not maybe not like mounts things, but maybe <laughs> like like rides on a horse. Oh, uh, so it's a cat that rides on a horse. Yeah, is that right? No. So Urban Dictionary, because that's where we really look for our definition, not Wikipedia, because Wikipedia can be edited by anyone. Urban Dictionary is official. Catamount is a ferocious feline, a mix between a mountain lion and a bobcat. It's predominant oh. in the mountains of so western... So it's not a real... Oh, it is a real animal. 
that's that's questionable. <laughs> it's predominant in the mountains of western North Carolina, particularly Cullowee, which is where Western Carolina is, and in New Hampshire. So why is it only in Cullowee and New Hampshire? That doesn't, doesn't matter. Make any sense. Uh, it's prey of the choice. It's prey of choice happens to be the mountaineer. It excels in mauling dumb App State students. <laughs> Leaving the remains unidentifiable. Unidentifiable. Wow. Oh my gosh, that's so stupid. Urban Dictionary. Uh, <clears throat> the catamount is a mythical tree- creature supposedly found in the mountains of the northeastern United States. In most aspects, it closely resembles a mountain lion, lynx, or bobcat. It's except its ability to shit blocks of cheddar cheese, piss maple syrup, and exhale THC. Stoner one. Dude, I was so baked last night, I'm pretty sure I saw a catamount. Stoner 2, oh yeah? Stoner 1, yeah, I had to piss on my waffles. They were delicious. <laughs> oh, and then finally a catamount is an older man with a young woman or girl as a lover or wife. Sugar daddy. Similar to the meaning of cougar, an older woman with a young wife. Time out. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine, but... uh... That was harsh, Kent. Um... A real game preview. I've listened to the Dave Dorn radio show tonight on my way home from work. Don't know if you did that, but... I did not. Anyway, they have an athletic quarterback, and they can do the triple option. So, what about that preview? Well, I mean, I guess that's... Maybe that maybe that makes me think that we don't win by 40 because they try to run the ball and control the clock. Yeah, it could be a little clock kill situation. Um, I've changed my... Gambling bet. Uh, I'm still going to take the points, or I'd give the points. I'm not taking the points anymore. We're going to probably go to well, – does, does Matthew McKay play in the second half? Yeah, maybe like uh, at least the third quarter. That's what he did against ECU. Like, this is Western Carolina. The Catamounts. I still I think he plays at least somewhat I, – I think he plays some in the second half, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, – I wouldn't be surprised if Bailey gets more series and, and like, let's see what he can actually do. Do you want – Get him some live reps in a This game. is a personal question. Do you want Devin Leary to get any series? Because this is the last game he's going to get any, if he were to get any. Eh, he could get some against Ball State. I mean, I think – Yeah, I, Ball State. You're I right. trust the coaches and what they do with it. I do, too. I think, there's, I think there's only two horses in the race. Yeah, I mean, I, I think when you have three, it's tough to get the second guy reps, too. Like, yeah. you got to get – the second guy, the rep, so that if there's a situation where he needs to play, he's going to be as, as best prepared as possible. I think more than anything, it's it's going to be a great opportunity to get more freshmen, redshirt freshmen, redshirt sophomores, wherever they are, more looks. Kind of like we saw in the fourth quarter of the ECU game. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that. Well, well, I think that you have um, – I mean, they've got some new guys back on the depth chart with Savion Jackson um, off the injury – or not Savion Jackson, I'm sorry, C.J. Clark and uh, Joshua Harris mm-hmm. um, have kind of recovered for the injury, so they're mm-hmm. back on the mm-hmm. depth chart, so maybe we can get them some run. Um, I think that we got the uh, the freshman O-linemen in there last week, so hopefully we can get them some more reps in yeah. game situations. Uh, yeah, I can't remember that guy's name, but he had an interesting name. 
Which one? Uh, the one that replaced the left tackle. What is that? Iki Aquazu or Ike something? Iki Aquazu. Like yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I don't know if I probably didn't pronounce it right, which I seldom. Yeah, seldom we, do, we seldom do here. We're research free. We are the least informative and most entertaining. Gosh, that took a long time to get that. I know. Out, that right? was supposed to be my tagline when I got it out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, get these young guys some burn. That's all yeah. we want. Um, I think I the, were, the key to this week is to stay healthy going to West Virginia. Absolutely. Uh, we got to, yeah, that's, ugh. we cannot afford any more injuries. Losing yeah. CJ, our other two injuries that we had seem like they're going to be okay. Yeah, Skullthorpe and McLeod were back as the listed as starter on the depth chart. I haven't seen anything else out of, uh, like, the injury updates on that, but hopefully with them being at the top of the depth chart, that they should yeah, be Yeah, I, I would think we would know by now. Yeah. Um, do you know any alumni from Western Carolina University? I just wanted to see if I can quiz you here really I quick. I just know. Uh, Notable alumni. It's our new segment on the Fire and Ice Back Box. <laughs> uh, I know, like, famous? No, non-famous, Kent. Just people, just name a name. and we Caroline went to, uh, got her master's there. All right, shouts to Caroline. Yeah. Anyone famous? I have no idea, man. All right, so... I would have got to let you know a couple of these guys. Uh, I'm on wikipedia.com. Uh, Jeff Collins, the head football coach at Georgia Tech, went to Western Carolina. Is that why they run? Well, that wouldn't make sense. Never mind. I will say, is that why they run the triple option? But he's taking them out of there. <laughs> no, he does not run the triple option there. We do play them. Uh, Mel Gibson went to Western Carolina. Oh, no way. Mel Gibson as in the actor. Yeah, Star of Ransom and uh That's the Lethal first one Weapon. You, the first one you thought Why of. Why did I think Ransom? of Ransom first? <laughs> Alright, go with your your first Mel Gibson movie you think of. Braveheart. Give me back my son. <laughs> that was no, Ransom. I would, I would say Braveheart. Oh, I've never seen Braveheart. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. I am William Wallace. <laughs> You're supposed to roast me on that. How have you never seen Braveheart? I don't know, man. There's a lot of movies that I should have seen that I haven't. Unbelievable. Uh, Mel Gibson actually was born in 1940. He is a retired American basketball player and coach. 6'3", 180. Uh, He's a basketball a- player? <laughs> he was a hoop star at Western? <laughs> played a single, Holy smokes. Played a single season in the NBA with the LA Lakers in 1963. He appeared in nine games and recorded a total of 13 points. Is that the same Mel Gibson that's also an actor? Are you sure it's the same one? No, they're Definitely different. <laughs> I was about to say, there's no uh, chance. Noted fullback for the Carolina Panthers, Brad Hoover. They, when he would uh, get a little run, they would say, Hoover. Went to Western Carolina. They had no idea. Um, Kevin Martin, basketball player. Do you remember him? No. Nah. He played for the uh, King for so long. No? no? Okay. Kevin Martin. And then finally, you got to know Rachel Riley. No. No? Okay. David Sedaris? Nope. Uh, Nick McNeil, former NFL player, WWE professional wrestler. What's, he, what's, his, what's his wrestling name? His wrestling name is Showtime. He's Percy Watson. I've heard of Percy Watson. Yeah. Anyway, what's your calling? Yeah. Well, that's just, I'm glad I, we could get to the WWE superstar for me. Also, retired professional wrestler, um, heavy metal Rick Savage. This is any, any relation to Randy? Uh, his brother. His Wikipedia page is him with a chair in his hands, and uh, 
He is actually born and raised in Cullowhee. So Interesting. Rick Rage and Rick Savage. All right, we're moving on. And finally, our six-pack of the night. Uh, the Catamount is actually a cougar, is what I've kind of determined. Well, I thought it was yeah. like a mythical mountain lion. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's, like a, it's a cougar. It's a it's a big cat. So what are your uh, – what are your, we have a six-pack, everyone's favorite segment. Six-pack. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's the six-pack. Six pack. Oh, we already yeah. did that bit. Um, this is our six-pack, everyone's favorite show. Yeah, yeah. So our six-pack tonight is because the catamounts are actually cats that are cougars. Big cats, basically. Apex predators, as they call them. We're going to do our favorite cats of all time. So I'm going to start it off with you, Ken. I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Bigglesworth. Who is Mr. Bigglesworth? You don't remember um, uh, from Austin Powers? I've never seen Austin Powers. You've never seen Austin Powers? Holy no. shit. No Braveheart? No Austin no Powers? No Braveheart. There's like Austin 15 Powers. Austin Powers movies. You've never seen There's any of three, and Beyonce was in two of them. Or maybe oh, one of them. man. Dr. Evil's cat? He rubs it all the time? Yeah, I've seen the meme. Uh, like, I understand the reference. I just know the name. So, you, you're a big Austin Powers guy? I, yeah, I watched it, and I remember watching it. It's so funny, man. Mr. Bigglesworth. Uh, my first one is uh, the cat from Homeward Bound. <laughs> oh, yeah? What was that? You remember his name? Uh, Fanny? That sounds about right, maybe. I think it's Fanny. So Sally Field did the voice for it, but that movie went hard. I might have cried when I was a kid on that movie. Yeah, so, probably so. That nah, was a good movie. That was a good one. So it was like a it was a golden retriever. It was like the cat. What was it? Wasn't it was it two dogs and a cat? It was uh it was like a white dog, right? Yeah, that was a golden retriever. Or maybe it was like a uh what's the white retriever called? I don't know, like a lab, maybe? Yeah, no, I, I don't wasn't remember lab. what kind of dog it was, but I thought it had like a spot around its eye. No, that was the dog from Little Rascals. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so that movie was uh one of my favorite ones growing up. That's that's the first thing I thought of when we were talking about our favorite cats. Uh so yeah, what what you got for your second one? Um the tiger from Hangover. Classic Hangover moment. Yeah. Is that a Mike Tyson bit? Yeah, I think it was when um, they stole the tiger and it was <laughs> they walk in and they're taking a leak and look over. I think it was Zach Galifianakis, <laughs> wasn't it? He was. Yeah. Um, so he's got a, uh, speaking of him, Wolfpack alum. What up? He's Not listening. <laughs> he's listening. Uh, do you see he's got the Between the Two Ferns movie coming out? Uh-huh. Have you seen the trailer? No, but I've watched like all the episodes of Between the Ferns. <laughs> the trailer it starts off with I won't spoil it uh, too much, but it starts off with him interviewing Matt McConaughey, and there's like a leak in the ceiling, and all of a sudden these pipes burst in there, and Matt McConaughey is just getting blasted with water. <laughs> and the premise of the movie is that Ooh. Matt McConaughey almost died and he came back. So there's supposed to be a bunch of people in it. That uh, shout out to Netflix, they're listening as well. Um, my second one is. Cats that fuck up people at zoos. <laughs> Let me tell you my premise here. I cannot stand, I don't want people to get hurt, but I don't like the idiots that because they want to get a gram off or get a video off or get a picture off that climb inside these big cat cages that you hear about all the time. They get mauled. Mm. They're not doing anything innocent at all. They're climbing in this, the cat's already in a cage where it doesn't need to be. But now they're climbing in it and they're getting jacked up because of it. And more power to the cats because that's not 
that's that's not their habitat. You're it happens idiot. all the time. You are an idiot. So props to those cats, man. I'm gonna go with uh, a good friend, a, a good dear friend of mine. I actually took uh, this girl to get her library card when she was like, I don't know, first or second grade, first time, first library card. Um, and uh, she had a cat by the name of Bigfoot. Yeah, and it only had three legs. Okay. But it was the most badass cat of all time. Did it have one of the, like the the rolling wheel on the fourth leg? No. <laughs> you're you're way too young to have that technology. That yeah. just exists now. So no, how did it, big shouts to Bigfoot. It was it was a great cat. Were you gonna shout out whose cat it was? The Madison. Madison Rye, what up? She's probably not a listener, but what's up? Uh, finally, my my favorite cat is uh, the one in American Psycho. Um, <laughs> Second American Psycho bit I've done on this show, but uh, so American Psycho, sixty percent of people haven't seen that. Listen to this, he's uh, he's a wild boy. He's loco for sure. So he goes to the ATM and there's a cat that this lady has, and he's kind of going crazy. It's a wild night for him, and the ATM just kind of blurts out in the text. It says, "Feed me a stray cat." So he picks up this lady's cat. And he tries to force it in the ATM, which is not not viable at all. Like not a good strategy. Oh, but he's he's uh he's kinda old one that night. So feed me a stray cat's one of my favorite moments of any movie. But I do not condone violence to cats. I only condone violence to people from cats that crawl in their zoo. <laughs> God you're an idiot. Let's get out of here on that one. Should we get out of here? I think so. It's been real, man. I yeah. appreciate you coming to the island. We uh, are out this bitch. Stay hungry, y'all. Misses again. The rebound comes out to Bryce. A chance for NC State to win it. Beverly for the win. Got it! Unbelievable! Disbelief for the Tigers. He got the shot off in time, no doubt about it. What a comeback by NC State. Hashtag never forget.